welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, your man about the mission, who's always going to be pissing his people off in the woods where I am. That's right, John Wayne. Here I am, back again. Uh, with you. I am, of course, still on the road. I am not in the uh, Neon Palace of Sin in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. I am currently nestled in an undisclosed location in the mountains of Pennsylvania at my Masa's house, as I was uh, last week, When you heard, if you heard last week's episode. Uh, I'm still out here preparing to head to Williamsburg, Virginia next, AuthorCon 2. We'll talk about all of that, but I'm here now. I've got a Nice heaping, peeping, piping, pop, 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 cup of coffee um, that I'm drinking. Um, I, you know, maybe did a couple dabs and we're ready to roll this morning. I am in my my guest room of my mazas. Boney is right nest, nestled right next to me uh, as I record this. Boney, you want to say anything to the people? No, okay. He's uh, he said no comment, but Boney is here uh, and we've been having a good time. Um, being out, just being out in the woods, like, um, in the wilderness, and it's, 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 um, a change from my normal pace, and, uh, I don't mind it, it's a nice, uh, break from things, especially, uh, with all the, the craziness that I, I seem to get myself into quite a bit, but here we are, mm. drinking some coffee, but, um, Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you for joining me again, uh, all my longtime listeners, all the new listeners. Welcome to the show. Thanks for checking it out. Thank you for the support. Pass it on. Spread the word. Spread the love. I appreciate all of it. Um, speaking of being out on the road, you know the first thing I have to do is shout out to my Patreon supporters. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I'm out uh, currently, for those of you who know, I'm in the middle of a seven-week road trip. Uh, right now doing um, five conventions in that seven weeks uh, because it takes me one week to drive out to the East Coast and another week to drive back to Nevada. So those are, you know, the driving time and, and travel time is all in there. But I'm gone for seven weeks. And having my Patreon people uh, is amazing. Thank you guys so, so much for the support. Thank you. Uh, it helps me to put gas in my tank. It helps me to feed myself and Boney. Um, I had to get an oil change while I was out here. So all these things uh, go to keeping this train rolling, the John Wayne train, if you will. Uh, and, uh, I appreciate it so much. Uh, so thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart to my Patreon people. Uh, I, I very much love and appreciate you. If you uh, are interested in supporting me on Patreon, please check it out. Go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, or just go to John Wayne and hit the Patreon link there and you will, uh, be, transported right to my Patreon page where you can select from one of the tiers that I have available, uh, get you some cool stories every month, uh, freebies, things like that. Um, and everybody, no matter what tier you subscribe to has, uh, access to everything I put on the Patreon wall, which is a lot of videos of performances, readings, new songs, things like that, as well as the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, which in which I speak to other artists I meet from all over this very large world of ours, uh, from all different kinds of disciplines, and I love that show, and I love talking to the people and having a conversation about what they do, but then just having a conversation about their lives and whatever, you know, we, we chat. No big whoop, um, as Michael Myers said, uh, not not the killer, the, the other guy. But um, it it's a great show. There's over 120 episodes now, so you get access to all the back episodes and then all the new ones coming out. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. We have a great new episode this week that's going to drop. Uh, I'm very excited about. Um, 
But please check it out. Just go to johnwayneisdead.com, hit the Patreon button, or go to patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead, and you can uh, pick one of the tiers and, and throw a little extra support my way, and I appreciate it uh, so, so very, very much. Um, now, moving on, like I said, you know, guys, I've been out here, I'm in, I'm in the wilderness, and uh, it's nice, it's beautiful, we had snow, the snow melted, we had a bunch of rain, the rain stopped, now it's sunny, and, uh, you know, it's cool and, and everything, and uh, uh, cool-ish, and it's, it's nice, it's not, I mean, cool-ish, I mean cold, uh, for me at least, but I enjoy it, like I said, uh, you know, something, having this, like, you know, first of all, get to see my mom and, and, and family and stuff is, is great and, um, uplifting and that's something I need to, you know, helps me to recharge, of course, but, you know, being out here, like, this is kind of like a, being on a writing retreat, you know, I've never done one of those writing retreats where, where people are all like, come on, we're all gonna go to a cabin on the beach and uh, we're not allowed to talk to each other for eight hours during the day because that's only when we write and then afterwards, I guess we'll just uh, get drunk and show our penises. I, I get, I see that's how I imagine a writer's retreat is like, um, haven't been on one. Look, looking forward to it though, you know, but this is like my own little writer's retreat, you know, I, I get to, you know, not talk to myself for eight hours and show Boney my penis later. And he's, you know, shakes his head and covers his eyes and says, why? And I say, because it's a writer's retreat, Boney. And that's what you're supposed to do. At least I've read um, on the internet. That's what a writer's retreat is. But no, um, I've been, you know, getting a lot of work done um, out here as well. Like, like I said, it is, it's very peaceful, very conducive to, to working. So, I am in the process. I actually uh, banged out a short story just for the hell of it while I've been up here. Um, something inspired me while I was checking into one of the motels uh, on the way here when Boney and I were actually, we were on the way to uh, New Jersey from Nevada. We had stopped into this this motel and uh, as I was coming in to check in, there was uh, two men walking out past me and they were, uh, they looked like a father and son duo. Um, they were a little rough looking, a little contrified or whatever, but they were driving a tow truck out front and they were in there talking to the, to the lady and, uh, the desk and they, I guess they, they came out, I don't know, but they kind of like gave me a look as I walked past them and I was like, I don't know what the hell was that's all about. Um, and then when I drove around in my room, they were, the tow truck people were like, drop, they had a car that they were towing and they were like, you know, dropping it. And some people were out of their room. I get, and I'm guess I was like, oh, I guess these, they're bringing them their car. <laughs> So from there, that inspired this idea uh, in me that I was like, oh, and I started taking some notes, and then I sat down the last few days and just, uh, you know, banged out this story. It's about 7,000 words or something like that, um, but uh, it was a lot of fun, and and I'm also, uh, on top of that, have been revising. I, I finished a, a, a book that I've been working on uh, that's uh, just a lot of fun. It's, um, it's different than, like, you know, my life. Like, Deadline just came out, but I also have three other books that come out this year, guys, that are already done, signed for, coming out. <clears throat> but this, this is different from from those as well. It's it's it's, it's a hu- it's kind of got f- some funniness in it, some humor, which a lot of my books do. But it definitely takes place, and it definitely is a fantastical, magical realism like type of of, of story. And uh, so I've been doing the revisions and editing on that also while I'm here. So getting a lot of stuff done. Um, Oh, what also was very cool was, uh, I know a lot of you listening, you know, heard I talked about, you know, uh, how I had my first John Wayne is Dead uh, music show uh, in Las Vegas, because uh, I hadn't been able to play there since I moved there, because I'm on the road constantly at, at Artifice uh, last month, 
And now uh, we've been booked again, uh, May 10th, which is another Wednesday night show, but these are great shows. Uh, so if you're in Vegas, if you're my Vegas homies listening, mark it down. May 10th, come to Artifice downtown and uh, come see us. And uh, but so I, you know, I just sat down and like in a day just banged out the flyer, like the poster for the show. You know, I drew it in my sketchbook and then drew it again digitally and colored it in and all that stuff. And I, I had a, a, a ball with that. If you've been following my Instagram, at uh, John Wayne is dead, I, I kind of put like a succession of pictures of me working on it so you could see the progress. Uh, but it's done now and is up there. So like I said, been getting a lot of uh, a lot of work done and just kind of chilling and uh, recharging, uh, making some moves. I had to like, you know, on, on a trip like this, there's a lot of moving pieces, I guess you could say. Uh, moving parts because I have to uh, have inventory delivered to me while I'm on the road. Um, and so I had to kind of put some stuff like that together where I have two deliveries that are arriving here uh, at my Maza's house before I leave to go to AuthorCon uh, this week. And um, and then after AuthorCon, I had to Nashville, Tennessee for Full Moon um, Tattoo and Horror Convention, and I'm picking up books uh, in Nashville uh, that I have being sent there as well. So it's just a, it's like a lot of organization getting on top of everything. And now wait for the event, baby, waiting for that event. But, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a really good, uh, week and, uh, having a, having a good time, even playing some Nintendo switch, playing some Diablo three on there, my friends, you know why? Cause it was on sale. And I was like, yeah, I'll take that for a dollar. And, uh, I did. And it's good. So uh, blowing off, you know, some steam with that and uh, just writing a lot and, and trying to, you know, draw and get my shit together. And I get be ready for AuthorCon. I'm very stoked for AuthorCon 2 coming up. And we will be talking about that, uh, all of that, uh, a little bit later in, in the show. But uh, I think what I want to do is uh, go into... Um, our card of the day segment, which I'm trying to, you know, make sure I get back onto and on the show, uh, as well as daily. It's a little bit harder when I'm on the road to to do those just time wise and stuff. But that's I feel like I'm making an excuse. And I don't like to make excuses. So I will make sure that I make an effort to post my card of the day every day. Um, and uh, if you don't know what that is, you can follow if you you should be, please follow my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. My stories, I post that a uh, lot of stuff, all my adventures on there, and my card of the day is on there as well. And I have posted it today as I am recording this. Um, so please, uh, also, you know, if you're into tarot, I just, you know, if you don't know, I just drew a tarot deck that came out uh, very recently 78 card tarot deck based on the Rider Weight deck. Very proud of it, very happy with the way it came out. And you can get those from the website, uh, go to the shop page at johnwayneisdead.com, or just you'll be able to pick it up from me on the road if you come to my table, if you're going to be at one of the shows, and it's going to be awesome. Ah, yawn. Oh, not a tired yawn. That was a, a get get oxygen in your lungs yawn. Um, so uh, this week, as I, as I am saying, I have... Uh, uh, drawn my card of the day and and like the way I do this you know and just just to, to let you know you know this isn't about telling the future or anything like that this is about looking a thought exercise being able to change your perspective on things or, or just maybe get some you know a different way of looking at something you're dealing with and and that's the way I like to do tarot so today we have uh, our card of the day 
the Nine of Wands. And this is in the upright position. So the Nine of Wands, there's a, a on the card, just so you know, there's a, the person is uh, holding a wand. Behind them are eight wands, uh, the other eight wands, nine, you know, and they're kind of like, it's like a fence, like they're, they're all behind him lined up like a fence, like he's kind of stuck behind him, he's looking over his shoulder uh, at these wands. So, he's kind of got a pensive look, maybe he's a little beat up, he's got a thing around his head, uh, like maybe he's covering an injury, or, or maybe it's just to catch his sweat, because he's working so hard, but the thing with this card is, uh, this was very... Uh, when I drew this card today, I was like, yes, okay, cool. Um, this resonates, at least with me. So this is, this card, you know, when this comes about, this is maybe saying, you know, you're, you're very able to stand, to be still strong and, and push forward while facing adversity. Um, and adversity can be any challenges that are coming your way, big or small, uh, that are, you know, pop cropping up as you are. Uh, trying to reach uh, your goal, whatever it is, a smaller goal, your higher goal, whatever that may be. Um, but, you know, you're, you're, you push through it, you may be exhausted uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, but you are able to bounce back uh, because, you know, you have that persistence and, and you know what it takes um, to get the job done. So, uh, like with this card, it comes up when a time when you're in the middle of something like that. You you may be feeling like Jesus Christ, I can't. You know, this is so much. But uh, you know, and it may come as you know, you may be in the middle of a struggle or a lull or a lot of challenges in a row. Um, but you're still making progress. But it's just not the. You feel like you're working a lot harder than the progress that you're making, and and you know, you may be feeling like. <sighs> you know, as soon as you start to get past that, another thing is cropping up, all these challenges and struggles. But this this is just, you know, kind of a testament to what what you have, like that you have what it takes. You will push through this. Like I said, you're resilient. You know what it takes to get the job done. And each time you also know and can, can be uh, – eased I guess by the knowledge or the the fact of knowing that you will get through this and it will make you better or stronger or smarter for the next time you know this is a skill you're going to take home with you you're gonna, or you're not home but I mean to your you know uh, royal home to your your mind and your body so you know you you may be it may feel rough right now it may be hard you may be battling you may be like exhausted but this card is an to reassure you that you will still prosper. Just keep going. Do not quit. And even if like you face like the ultimate setback, if you get knocked down on your ass, you have to try again. You can't quit. That's the main like takeaway from these cards. From this card, for me. Um, and and it and you and sometimes you don't realize how close you are to finishing just because or to getting to that goal just because. The setbacks and the and the obstacles can be so uh, draining. So you you almost can't see the forest for the trees. You know the finish line is right there. The end is right there. But these setbacks got you like what the hell? I can't you know. So you have to really really dig deep down, mentally tough, and physically tough as well, um, and and just push through, knowing that 
you know, you've done this. You've got you've got this. You've done this before. You'll do it again. You'll do it better every single time. And this is just how it goes sometimes. So for me, this resonates pretty well because I'm in the middle of this, you know, road trip. You know, Scarlett, the the lovely, wonderful Scarlett's not able to travel with me on this one. So I'm just me and Boney out there slugging it out. And uh, it gets hard out there. It's tough out there for a pimp sometimes, you know. Uh, but I I know that I can do it. I'm, I just keep thinking, you know, like, I got this. I got this. This is what I do. I tell myself that a lot. Uh, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. And if everyone did it, then everyone, if everyone could do it, everyone would. But that's simply not the case. This is what I do. So that's the way I look at that. And uh, it helps me to push through knowing that, you know, I've done this before. I can do it again. And just in having this card today, the nine of wands was a little bit of a, a nice little reassurance there of like, yeah, you got this, man. You know how this goes. So that's our card of the day. Um, I hope that that was helpful to 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 you guys out there. I know it was helpful to me. Um, again, if you're in, interested in tarot, I, I do put out I do have a deck that I put out. You can check it out at johnwayneisdead.com uh, or send me a DM if you have any questions about it. Uh, I'm happy to answer those for you uh, as I do enjoy my tarot's quite a bit. So, uh, that being said, um, boom, card of the day. Uh, like I was saying earlier, um, on my Patreon, I mentioned the uh, Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast. And that is where I talk to other uh, artists from all over the world, like I said. Um, and uh, not just authors, but this time, this, this week, it just so happens to be an author uh, that I talk to. Uh, on this week's episode, I talked to uh, John Bruni, who is um, a, hor- a horror author, a bizarro author, satire. He's a uh, absurdist. He's he's amazing. I I really dig his style of writing, and I have for a while uh, since I've known him. I've gotten to know uh, Bruni for a few years now, and um, he's a cool dude. He's very funny, and he's extremely sharp with the way he he writes. Um, his stories and and puts the humor and and the satire in there, and I appreciate that very much. Um. And most recently, I mentioned this before on a show, but uh, I got to uh, narrate one of his books I just finished before I hit the road, uh, Poor Bastards and Rich Fucks. And uh, it was a great, great story. I really enjoyed it. and I had a good time narrating it. So I'll keep you posted when that uh, when he lets me know when that is released out there so we can all check it out. But this week, uh, I got to sit down and talk to my man, John Bruni, and I'm going to play right now a little uh tidbit a little taste of uh, our conversation so you can get to know uh know him check him out and then uh, if you want to hear the rest of the interview the rest of our conversation go on over to patreon.com slash john wayne is dead uh sign up for any tier any even the one dollar beer club tier dollar a month and you can listen to all of these podcasts that i have on there and uh see all the videos and stuff and hear the rest of uh my conversation with bernie but for now we're going to listen to a little taste of uh bernie if you will here is that conversation right now people are writing you down like from the mountains like letters are coming down <laughs> bruni please take our advice p.o box and you're like p.o box fuck you <laughs> people coming and like yelling at you on your lawn like you don't like my book <laughs> so uh i actually wound up getting a few stalkers because of it Ooh. Um, and and to this oh. day i well, not not like the the good stalker. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> I mean, ugh, ugh. Uh. yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, to this day, I still get uh, letters from prison uh, as well, and I, I I do kind of enjoy reading those because 
uh, well, not a lot of people listen to prisoners, and uh, I'm one of those people. I, I write them back, so it's actually kind of cool. Now, Bernie, when you say, like, uh, I still get to this day, I still get letters from prisoners. In my mind, <laughs> this is like a Cape Fear scenario where it's like <laughs> 997 more days until I'm out. <laughs> I've been thinking today about how I'm going to screw <laughs> your neck off and fuck the whole I leave. Yeah. Like, are those the kind of letters you're getting? Like, uh, or no, these well, people are like, hey, you know, I like stuff. You like stuff. <laughs> like, uh, what, what, what are these correspondences uh, you're having with prisoners? Well, um, a lot of them uh, are not getting out. Uh, they're, they're in for, for good. Yeah. But um, uh, a lot of them, they're, uh, they're, well, they haven't gotten the news that Taberdin closed its doors about um, twenty. No, uh, no, uh, two thousand seven. Actually, they closed. Uh, I closed the doors then, uh, so they're still sending submissions. <laughs> the, the word travels uh, slow in. Uh, and um, I, uh, I do read them. Right. I think they're. Uh, yeah, I mean, how how often do you get to read uh, stories from prisoners? And they they are pretty fucked up too. Yeah. They, uh, there was this one guy who uh, wanted me to write these weird uh, stories for him. He was going to pay me thousands of dollars to um, write stories about, um, um, what was it, uh, kidnapping people, um, uh, all sorts of crazy things. Like uh, uh, one was uh, one specifically wanted me to write a story for two thousand dollars about a um, uh, a black boss um, mind controlling a white employee to have sex with her. Um, that's specifically what this guy asked for. I'm like, is this worth $2,000? And then like, no, I don't think it is. Um, I don't want to do that. $2,000, <laughs> dude. He could go on like Fiverr or something and somebody be like, yeah. sure, you got it, buddy. Like, exactly. Exactly. But you don't want to get involved in it. You don't want to write, you don't get involved in that weird, uh, in things that are questionable like that. But it is cool that they still like write you at least like, uh, yeah. Do you ever like uh do you ever get so do you ever get like the equivalent of like uh wrong number hootis where they're like Geneva, I can't wait to get out and bust that pussy <laughs> wide open. I know <laughs> me, I know it's juicy, I can't wait. Yeah, like do you ever get anything like that? And just like play back, like, ooh, yeah, yes. <laughs> uh I can't wait to, you know, slide my hands around your thick pipe. It's so powerful. <laughs> Like you play back and forth, like give them something to, you know, like cling on to or, or uh, uh, no, nothing, nothing like that's ever happened, but uh, I'm open to the idea. Why not? Why not? Exactly. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I love you. Um, But back, but, but uh, you're writing, you're, you're, you are, you're an awesome dude for sure. But uh, I Thank definitely uh, am, am quite uh, a fan of your writing. Um, holding here, I have uh, "And Jesus Came Back," which is one of my favorites by you, right here, um, that I got from you personally. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, you—you you just you have like it's such a keen wit. Like I was saying earlier, um, you get you look at a book like this, and Jesus came back. Uh, people are you know might look at this and judge a book by the cover and be like, "Oh God, what is this? Some fucking uh, Jesus?" <laughs> Not like. Uh, not like it's a religious book, but like, a, oh, and what else now? Jesus is a he and comes and fucks the world to death and pees on your mouth. Like, <laughs> it's not about that. It's totally supports that. And it's uh, it's very well done. I, I like this book quite a bit. And uh, I know we haven't um, 
discussed it, uh, or I, I guess we've announced it. I don't know if we've announced it, but I just narrated or finished the narration for one of your books, uh, Poor Bastards and Rich Fucks, right? That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a uh, very awesome book. That's a, that's a long you. one. That's a big boy right there. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, that was a lot of fun to read and a lot of fun to perform. Um, so let's, so, so I guess like I, we came, I, I met you through the bizarro scene. Is that oh, yeah. where you, where you started as well, where you cut your teeth or, or how did you, where, where did your writing uh, career begin? Well, uh, I've uh, been writing professionally for uh, a long, long, motherfucking time. Like, um, I was, I was writing professionally, well, kind of sort of when I was still in college, I was getting stuff published back then. I was sometimes even getting paid for it. But, um, I think the earliest stuff that I did were, uh, probably more like, um, some mystery stories, some horror stories. Um, and, uh, the first big paydays ever got were, uh, writing porn. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking like a penthouse forum or uh what do you mean uh, actually i got a uh um you know how um there were those uh letters to penthouse but uh there was a, a a magazine dedicated to just those it was called penthouse variations oh variations okay. yeah so i got published there i uh, got paid 50 bucks for uh, telling a true story that they actually kind of mangled because my story had humor in it i usually find uh a lot of humor uh in the sex so um they took all right. the humor out and they kind of neutered it they tried did they try to make it like alluring or sexy and like not fun like they took the took it out that way or what they tried to make it classy like uh oh, you know don't church it up yeah exactly um one of the funniest parts was uh because it was based on a true story of what actually happened to me um i never thought it could happen to me <laughs> But um, the um, at the end of the at the end of the story, there's a scene where um, uh, she actually makes he uh, she actually makes him come in his own face, which is what happened in, in the actual story. And they cut that out. I thought that was the funniest what? part. Come on, you can't. Ah, uh... yeah. oh, what? <laughs> yada yada over the best part. Come on, exactly the face, dude. <laughs> But but you got yeah. fifty dollars for this. I did, I did, and um, I and did find that... you on or what? Like were they like you're a staff writer now, kid? Yeah, <laughs> let's come in the I face uh, the next one. All right. <laughs> I wish, yeah. um, but I did find that uh, writing gay porn actually pays more, so I started doing that as well. Yeah, um, through uh, I thought it was online or print or what. Oh, are you in print? Uh, oh. A magazine called Indulge for Men. Indulge oh, for you Men. That? Yeah, oh. Indulge for Men. Nice, nice. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I wrote some um, uh, some gay porn for them. I thought I was doing a pretty good job of it, but apparently uh, I didn't uh, the first time out. I learned a lot from their notes on that one, and the next one I think I hit out of the park. But uh, it's a le- it's a learning curve. Well, you gotta yeah. I imagine it is. I imagine it is. <laughs> and then how, so how long did you write for, uh, what did you say it was called? Hondo? Honcho? Magazine? <laughs> <laughs> what was this? Uh, um, it's uh, Indulge for Men. <laughs> Indulge but, uh... for Men. How long did you work? How long was your tenure with them? Uh, not very long. Uh, just a couple of years, but. Um, uh, a couple uh, of years? Come on, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, um, 
Damn, but, man. Um, they say print is dead. Too bad, dude. Right. <laughs> I like, I'm just like, what if, like, what if, like, uh, I imagine you just like, I, if I was just like a fucking reader of yours and I'm like having to go to my local adult, adult bookstore to buy like a copy of Indulge for Men so I can read the latest <laughs> Bruni. And I'm like, you know, having to like, you know, so yeah, you no, know, they're trying to like fucking sell me on like, you know, fucking other shit. I'm like, no, I, I just, uh, I just want to read the latest Bruni. That's it. Uh, yeah, that's all. They're like, sure, kid. Get in the booth, you know. <laughs> well, I'm here. I might as well, you know. Right. <laughs> when in Rome. That's, that's some like exactly. That's like some uh Kilgore Trout, Kurt Vonnegut type shit. Like uh, oh yeah. Um, that's fucking awesome. God damn it, dude. That's hilarious. If you like had planted this like huge series that was like all connected within these gay porn uh <laughs> that you're creating month to month in honcho or, or, or prestige yeah. or whatever the fuck this is the, the funny thing is uh my first story for indulge for men i was just, what, planning on having that be a um a series about um this one a private investigator <laughs> ah the private dick if you will i got like oh yes uh-huh um, him card only, good. <laughs> only two of those stories were ever written though but um uh, yeah, I, I've been thinking maybe going back to it someday. Yeah. You, oh man, uh, <laughs> I think it would be at least like a, a like a small like a chapbook or something like the Adventures of Dick Kindly. <laughs> what did you say his name was? <laughs> his, his name is actually uh, Bobby Yandel, Private Investigator. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, dude. Where yeah. did that name from? I have no idea. That just that it seemed right at the time. <laughs> That's what she said. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so then, how do you make the transition to start writing, uh, like genre fiction or genre fiction, even um, from there? So, um, I, well, I've always been submitting stories. I've been submitting stories since I was um, what um, I think a sophomore in high school. I think. Mm. So uh, I'd always been doing that, but finally they started accepting me, and uh, they started publishing me, and every once in a while they started paying me. Yeah. So that was uh, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, but I think um, my well, my first book was uh, was a novel called Strip. It was about a strip club heist, and um, that one everyone seemed to like. But um, what really really kicked things off for me was uh, Tales of Questionable Taste. That's what yeah. really got everyone's attention, especially that cover. If you've ever seen it, <laughs> I have. I remember it. Um... <clears throat> Uh, and who put, did you put that one out or who put that out? That, uh, was, that was Strange House way Strange back House. in the day. I, yeah. Gotcha. Um, Great cover art by uh, Jesse Wheeler. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, is, now, is that book uh, since been put back in print or is that just uh, through anybody else or is that gone? Oh, it's it's always been in print. Okay, uh, that okay, one has awesome. never gone out. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just was making sure. Um, yeah, these house, you know, publishing these houses like change hands a lot and all kinds of stuff. So, uh, oh yeah, especially strange house. Yeah, yeah, you just never know. Um, yeah. All right, that was a little taste of my interview and conversation with uh, author John Bruni. Very funny guy. Very sharp. Check him out, please, and um, check out the narration and the in the the written form of Poor Bastards and Rich Fucks from him. Uh, the narration done by me. And if you want to hear the rest of the interview, please go on over to patreon.com slash John is dead. Uh, click on there and, and join one of the tiers and you can hear that and all the other back episodes that I have. So 
Um, that being said, uh, you know, it's ready to we'll move on to our uh, storytelling portion of the show. Um, and we'll do that right and that, well, I guess let me tease it a little bit. So, like I said, it's it's the week of AuthorCon uh, 2. Scares that care, AuthorCon. Ah, sorry. Whew, got it. AuthorCon 2. Um, those of you who don't know, like, Scares that Care is an amazing charity uh, that is run by Joe Ripple, who uh, they, they take uh, at least three families a year, I know, that are in need for uh, one reason or another, whether it's, uh, you know, a, a, a serious illness or um, an abusive situation or something like that, that they, you know, help those people get out of that situation or, or give them, you know, give them the means to, uh, you know, for their medical care or to help out with whatever their situation is, take care of the kids, whatever it is. It's an amazing, amazing charity. And they always raise, uh, you know, so much every year for these families. And it's very important. Now, they usually do the scares that care uh, convention by itself. However, after last year, it was announced that that would be the last one of those for a while. Um, there would be, you know, the charity would go kind of more to an online thing and auctions and having tables at convent other conventions. Uh, but one of the things they are still doing is the author con, which they did for the first time last year. It was the I, I don't want to call it experiment, I guess, or, or like a trial to see how something like that would go. Um, basically, it's just a convention of authors, you know, where there's not really anybody selling, you know, uh, toys or, or T-shirts and things like that or fan art like you would get at a normal horror convention. This is authors and it's, it is mostly, uh, you know, geared around horror or dark fiction, speculative fiction, that kind of thing. Um, so... From what I saw, I guess I, I perused a list last night of vendors, and it looks like 200-ish authors, I think, are going to be there. So uh, more than double from last year. And uh, the attendance, um, I spoke with somebody who was telling me um, on the inside that there's quite a few, uh, somewhere in the maybe possibly triple the tickets that were sold last year, uh, already sold for this year. And that's, we still have a few days before the thing, so... People can buy tickets at the last minute. People will probably walk up and buy tickets. It's uh, it's very exciting, and it's a very great thing for for the authors, for for readers, um, and just for literacy. I think in general, um, you know, you guys have been listening to the show for a while. Know that you know, I I, t- I talk about people who just have this proud declaration at, at some of these conventions that I go to that they don't read. Um, so I I don't really understand that. I don't know why that's a, a something to even feel like you need to tell me. Just like, I, I don't know if it's like, ah, you write? Well, what a waste of time because I don't read. Okay, well, fine. You know, I don't know. But things like this, you know, that are just based on for, for, for writers, for books, uh, are great events and we need to support those. So um, if you're not coming out to AuthorCon already and you're in the Williamsburg, Virginia area or, or close to it, uh, I'm pretty sure you can still get tickets, so check that out um, and, and come out and see me. If you're coming already, uh, I can't wait. I'm very excited uh, to see everybody, to see not only my, my friends, my fellow author friends, but you know other friends, the people that, you know, readers and, and friends that I've met uh, that are going to be in attendance. It's going to be amazing, and I cannot, uh, absolutely cannot wait. Uh, so that being said, I thought that... Um, this week I would tell a couple little stories here about my, um, 
some some scares that care uh, adventures that I've had. Now, I probably have told these or talked about these, you know, instances before, but this is a good way to kind of get, get for me at least, to get keyed up, ready. This is like a, you know, yeah, we're getting ready to go to the Scares at Care author con. Um, so this week, uh, yeah, and I'm not doing all the music changes and stuff, guys, because, uh, you know, if I got a little makeshift set up here, I'm not, not back in the, in the uh, Neon Palace of Sin, so I don't have all my bells and whistles and lights and buttons and everything. So uh, we'll just get right into it. So I, when I first Scares That Care was one of the first conventions. I think it was the first convention I went to. It was, yes, absolutely was. Because now outside, now outside of Bizarro Con, which Bizarro Con is just a, is a literary thing that's um, literary convention with just workshops and, and um, panels and just kind of like networking, just chilling. You know, there's no there's a the book nook but you're not behind a table you know you can just basically take your books to the thing and somebody mans it and is selling books you know for everybody but uh so it's not like the kind of conventions maybe a lot of you are used to seeing me at but those are the conventions I went to first when I very first started but when I was like okay I need to move out branch out into these big like actual sell conventions where I can sell my stuff and and be my own thing and create my career and personality I put that out there so all that kind of stuff um, I saw that Scares at Care was coming up and um, C.V. Hunt uh, from Grindhouse Press and Anderson Prunty were going. They were going to have a Grindhouse table for the first time. This was probably about 2018, maybe, I think, so four or five years ago. Um, and I I was ju- I had just gotten um, my book, Death Packs and Left Hand Paths, picked up by Grindhouse Press. This was right after Carrie, uh, C.V. Hunt, a.k.a. Carrie, took over the press. And I was in that first batch of, uh, first wave of books that she published, uh, Manning the Helm. So it hadn't come out yet, but um, it was accepted and everything. And they were going to the event. And I, I messaged Carrie and was like, hey, uh, what if I came up there too? Um, could I, I, I could help would you mind if I helped uh, the Grindhouse booth and just checked it out? I, I'd be happy to help and stuff. And they were like, yeah, come on. So I did. And uh, I went up there and um, worked the booth and kind of got, got to my feel for it. And I was super stoked and uh, and all that. And Carrie had brought some um, arc, arc copies of um, the Death Packs and Left Hand Paths. And what an arc is, is it stands for Advanced Reader, Reader's Copy. So... It's got like a the, you typically have like an alternate cover like this one's just all blacked out black cover with just red writing with the title and my name and across all the pages inside it's got a big watermark that says ARC ARC um, so it's just ones that you send out to reviewers and stuff before the book comes out or if you're trying to get a blurb from somebody you would you know pass these out or, or send them to other authors or you know people of note that you want to maybe say something nice about your book so when it comes out you can have that printed on the the actual cover or inside or whatever so we're there and um edward lee is going to be there now i've read i'd read ed lee um a lot of ed lee's stuff never met him never even really seen him except the pictures in the back and uh neither had carrie and, or andy and um it was like oh shit ed lee is gonna be here we gotta meet ed lee so uh i was outside on um i think it was the friday the first day i'm outside in the little con- place where everyone kind of congregates outside the door and chats and 
you know, smoking a joint, Andy maybe smoking a cigarette or something, and we're chatting, and I turn around, sitting on the bench behind us by himself, Ed Lee. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I go, Andy, isn't that Ed Lee, right? And he's like, that is, I think that is Ed Lee. I was like, we should say something to him, huh? And he's like, you want to? And I was like, yeah, I do. So I, you know, turned around, and I was like, hey, Ed, what's up, man? My name's John Wayne. He's like, hey, he's like smoking a cigarette, you know, he's all long stringy greasy hair and shit and he's just smoking a cigarette he's like oh, oh yeah, nice to meet you and i was like yeah I'm, I'm an author as well i'm here with grindhouse press and stuff ah, that's great that's great keep it up man you keep it up and uh you do well all right i'll see you guys later and like he just like went in like andy introduced himself and he's just like all right nice to meet you guys yeah get back in there that was it and i was like wow okay that's uh that was ed lee so uh you know i'm like i have these you know we're going about the day and i have these I have these ARC copies of my book, and I'm like, you know, I'm starting to think, like, on Saturday, and I bring it by, I run it by Carrie, I said, hey, what do you think, uh, do you think I should, you know, take one of these to Ed Lee and see if maybe he'll look, take, you know, maybe he'll take it home, read it, and maybe he can, he can give me a blurb, and Carrie was like, that would be awesome if he, if he did, you know, and I was like, do you think I should, is that, like, overstepping bounds or anything, and she was like, yeah, you never know unless you ask, I mean, he, worst he could say is no, and I was like, you're right. You're right. So Sunday, um, on the floor open and, you know, I, I, after, you know, things got going a little bit, I took my, I took one of the arcs down to the celebrity room where he was, he was in there signing. And, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of got by his table as I like, wait, you know, when he had a break, I, I knelt down, you know, had the book. I was like, Hey Ed, what's going on? He's like, Hey, Hey man, what's, what's up? How are you doing? Like, um, Remember, I met you the other day. Uh, so I have this book coming out through Grindhouse Press. It's going to come out in a few months. I have some art copies here, and I was wondering um, if you, you know, no obligation. Please don't feel any sort of way about this. But I wanted to ask if I could give you one. Maybe you know, you if you read it, and uh, if if you like to, maybe you could give me a blurb that I could put on the the book when it comes out. And I'm holding the book to him, and he's looking at it like all confused and looking back and forth at it and me. He's like, what? what? what what is this what is this now i was like this is a a book that I, I i wrote i have coming out through grindhouse press um in a couple months i just you know wanted to give you a copy and see if you could give me a blurb and he's like is this, is this short stories it's like no it's just a standalone book you know it's just one story all the way through and he's like i i, I, I don't have time for this and like kind of handed it back to me i was like oh, okay that's cool i just thought uh, he's like uh, and I guess he thought, maybe caught himself, thought he was being rude. He's like, I, I mean, I don't, no offense, I'm sure you're great. I will check out your stuff. I promise I will, but I don't I don't have time for, for it right now. And I was like, that's okay, man. Don't worry about it. It's totally fine. Like I said, it never hurts to ask, so I just wanted to ask. But I appreciate you just even listening to me ask you. So and he was like, all right, man, all right. Good luck to everybody. I was like, all right, cool. So I went up and you know, relayed the story to Carrie and Andy. And we had a, we had a nice little chuckle about it because he's just, he was like, seemed so confused. Like he seemed so genuinely confused about what I was asking that I had to go through it a few times. And I was like, no, I just want to see if you'll read this and give me a, a blurb, you know? Um, but it was, it, it was awesome, uh, to have that interaction. And, uh, and, and some of you probably heard me say this, like after that, Edley never forgot me. Like I would see him, at KillerCon, I'd see him at some other conventions. He went uh, when he came back to Scares at Care, and he'd always, he, every time he sees me, he's like, "There he is, there's him. That's my man. That's my guy." 
um, which, you know, to the you might be like, well, he's just saying that. But no, because he's grabbed me a few times and been like, let's go get a beer. And he's taken me to the bar and bought me a beer uh, at these conventions a couple of times. So um, if he's if he doesn't remember me, then he's playing the long con with himself or something. I don't know. But uh, it was very fun. Like, you know, now you have a rapport with him. And uh, it was very it was just a very fun uh, interaction. If the, those of you who don't are unfamiliar with Ed Lee's stuff, uh, it is he's extreme horror extraordinaire. Like he he will I his stuff can is very extreme over the top. It's uh, it's great if you're into that kind of stuff, but if you're not, I don't recommend you read it because he takes it to some dark places. Um, and and, and there, it's well it's very well written, very well crafted prose and, and crafted stories. Uh, but shit just gets intense and weird and gross and and stuff. So if you're not into that. I wouldn't recommend diving into Ed Lee, but um, if that's your thing and you haven't read Ed Lee yet, you gotta start reading some Ed Lee for sure, a hundred percent. So that was a, a one little story um, I had about uh, scares at care, but another one that uh, was a very cool uh, interaction I had, or just a very cool experience situation. Um, it was that same. Same bizarro con, or not bizarro con. Same uh, scares that that I met Ed Lee. Um, uh, I uh, was I uh, John Skip was there as well, who I know from Bizarro Con. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, so I've known John Skip for a while, and uh, he was there. And this was before I uh, I was still living in Houston. This was way before like I was thought even thought about like traveling with marijuana or weed or whatever. And so I, you know, I showed up and I'm like, I don't have any weed, but I knew one, one person that I knew that smoked a lot of weed that was there was John Skip. So I remember like it was, it was on Friday, like the first day of the convention. And I went down just to say hi, just to say, you know, I was making my round, saying hi to people and stuff. And, uh, Skip's at his table in the celebrity room signing. And, uh, I, I said, what's up to him? Talk to him. I'm like, Hey, Skip, um, not for nothing, man, but like when, uh, you wouldn't happen to have any weed, do you? I, I just, that I can buy. I don't have, I, I flew here. I don't have anything. He's like, oh, you want a toke? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. He's like, all right. And he just like picks up this like piece of paper, the sign that he'd already had made, like on the side of his table and just drops it on his table. It says, be right back. And he stands up. He's like, come on, let's go. And I was like, right now? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. We went, so we went, uh, we actually went to his room, I think, and smoked a, a joint. He'd brought like, uh, several pre-rolls with him. He was living in LA at the time and, uh, he brought some, brought some pre-rolls and we smoked about half of it. And then he put it back in the little tube and just handed it to me. He said, here, take that, smoke the rest of it later. I was like, cool. Um, and, uh, that kind of went on through the weekend where he would, if he saw me, he would be like, Hey, let's go toke. And be like, okay, cool. But, uh, Saturday night we, uh, we had gone out to smoke and we we were outside we went around the corner smoked a little joint whatever we came back and we came back in there's this part of uh there's two main entrances to the hotel where the convention is the the main front one that you come into the lobby where the check-in desk is and then there's the other the other entrance that's also a very large entrance but it's on the side that kind of enters into where the convention part is the big ballrooms and such such are all right there but it's like you come in through the first if you're coming in from the outside the first double doors open and it's like a, I don't even know what you call it, a foyer or something, because uh, it's just like a, I don't know, like a small area. And you go through and there's the other two double doors that open and then you're inside the hotel. But in this 
foyer area or whatever between the two doorways, um, it's all tile and stuff. And there's a, a piano, like a grand piano in there or whatever off to the side. So we, uh, you know, Skip and I were out smoking and when we came back in, uh, Rob Mal- Malfi was playing, uh, sitting down at the piano, had some few people, they'd, you know, come out there and he's like playing, he's, you know, Malfi's a great musician and a great writer. He plays in a band that tours, um, Actually, he and I are on a panel this weekend at uh, at uh, AuthorCon uh, about being on the road. So uh, looking forward to seeing him there and having a, a cool discussion. But he's on the he's on the piano and he's just kind of like playing some stuff. And he sees me and Skip walk in. He's like, "Skip, come on, get over here, help me out." And so he's playing, and like John Skip, it commences to start like. Like scatting and do bopping, do whopping all over, like and he's like going off, like this is all improv. And like Malfi's playing the piano, like ding 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 ding. And uh, I remembered I'm a, I'm a little stoned, and you know there's maybe like ten people kind of in this little area watching this happen, and pretty much all of them except me uh, has their their phones out, like taking pictures or or, or recording it. And I I kind of looked around and thought for a sec, I had a split second thought. I was like, oh shit, should I be recording this? But then I was like, nah, this is like way too awesome for, I don't even want to pull my phone out and try to do that. You know, I'm just taking this in. I'm experiencing this random like musical improv explosive, you know, thing that just was happening in this room with us. And just, it was so, to me, I don't know, that was so awesome. It was such a cool ass experience. And then after the fact, like, he was like, all right. And then he and I just walked, just let, like, we just as, as quickly as we'd walked in, we just walked right through the other and went to the hotel. And I was like, that was really awesome, dude. He's like, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I was like, I didn't take any pictures. All those other people did. I was just watching it. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll get some from them if I want to. But I was like, that was awesome. Um, and that's, you know, that's something that I will never forget about uh, about the Scares That Care convention. Those two, and I mean, there's many things, but those two little stories in in particular uh i i was like you know I'm, I'm i'm getting in the mood for we're getting in the mood for author con i want to you know share some scares at care stories uh that i i've had so get me all jazzed up and kind of you know get everyone else wet and tingly for it uh just like i am but those were awesome and things like that happen all a lot like i'm sure a lot of people have uh awesome stories from their author con or or you know um scares at care experience which you know what you can call the Corey hotline if you would like to relay and i'll play your story and, and answer any questions we can discuss it here uh the number is 832-930-1347 that's 832-930-1347 the Corey hotline any of my fellow uh, author con scares at carers out there want to uh tell a fun story that they had happen to them at scares at care or author con please call the Corey hotline and uh, we'll talk about it here on the show. I'd be happy to, 832-930-1347. You can leave a message 24-7 all the time. Anytime you want, because we open like our legs, girl. Yes, and we are open like our legs, girl. So, that being said, guys, I am so excited to get to uh, Williamsburg this week to see everybody. There's going to be, come come see me if you're going to be there, hang out. There's going to be some secret shows that I will be playing around the area. And you're going to want to come to the table to get that information from me while we're at the convention. 
because it will be for convention people, uh, people at the convention and other authors who attend. So please, uh, if you want to come see me play a secret show, come hit me up at my booth. I will tell you all about it. Uh, but also just come. Let's have fun. Uh, see all the other authors um, and, you know, get some books, support the support this this craft, support the arts uh, of reading and writing. And it's uh, we need we need it. We need all the help we can get out there. And, you know, if you can't make it or you're unable to make it this time, maybe come another time. That's that's great because I'm fairly certain this is going to be an event that keeps going, uh, you know, barring some horrible unforeseen something but uh no it should should be good but uh that being said if if you uh are unable to make it or it's not in your uh not in the realm of possibilities check out the scares that care charity uh and and you can donate to that anytime uh you'd like i know that you can go to the website uh, i believe it's just scares that care charity.org or um go to their Facebook page and the the links are all right there or just if just Google scares that care it's going to come right up and you can uh donate some some money to to the cause and every little bit helps and like I said this is uh a very very well run organized charity that does a lot of good for people who really need it so um, I, I would say if you can't come to the show to support that way at least check out the charity maybe if you can even throw five bucks at it um, it would be much appreciated. So thank you guys so much. Um, all right. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Uh, please guys check out John for all your John Wayne needs, desires, and wants check that shows page. There's 20, I just counted the other day, 23 weeks on the road this year so far, but I, I don't have all the dates listed yet. So there's more, there's just 23 that are up there now. So please check me out. If I'm coming to your city, hit me up, come see me, uh, come see my booth. If uh, if I'm coming to your city and you have a, a hookup at a, a bar or a club that I can play a gig at, please holler at me because I'm trying to pick up as many music gigs as I can. Like I said, the new John Wayne is Dead record comes out this year. I'm getting mixes. I got two new mixes this week uh, over the last couple days, and I am so excited about these songs. So I'm trying to pick up as many music gigs, too, to get the record promoted and just to get out there doing that. So hit me up. Come see me. Uh, again, you can get all that information at johnwayneisdead.com. Go to the shop page there. You can check out my books, pick up a tarot deck or two, uh, pick up a record, the, the older, uh, the original record, and then the new one will come out. It'll be up there. It's going to be great. But uh, thank you guys so much. I hope I see you at AuthorCon or uh, after that, when I leave AuthorCon, I'm, I'm shooting over to Nashville for Full Moon, uh, Tattoo and Horror. And then from there, I'm shooting back up to Maryland to Hunt Valley for Monster Mania. And then I have to go back uh, to the West for a show in LA. But all that information is on there. And you can follow me, please, on my Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at John Wayne is Dead or on Facebook, just my name, John Wayne Kamianali. And uh, you can find all my information that way. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. And, uh, I can't wait to see you guys out there soon. Boney, do you want to say goodbye? Boney? Okay. Boney says bye. Bye.